Hey, good evening, everybody. Welcome back to the Six Rings King Show on a new night, Monday night now, baby. We're really excited, actually, to have uh, um, Eric McLean on the show here, college football analyst, co-host uh, of the Huddle. Coach, got- yes, all right. <laughs> First touchdown of the year. <laughs> Bobby Hurricane, yeah, you know the name. Already, it's my say. Ha ha. It's a six red cane show. Can't forget the name, though. Got jazz, blue vision, DJ, break the game code. Ain't no changing up, ain't no breaking up. We'll pull alive from the Hall Rock Stadium. Ball 14 for the orange or green. We see the six red champs. It's more than a dream. This is life on the field. Beyond a hundred yards of hurricane, that's never still put a damage to the What's wrong with us? Seriously. What's wrong with us? We're Miami Hurricanes fans. Welcome to the Six Rings Cane Show, a show dedicated to Miami Hurricane sports, featuring the legendary Larry Bluestein, Jazz Santana, Vish, and Danny Gillette. Let's go Canes. Uh, look, man, I, I know a lot of people got on me for saying it was a heartbreaker last yesterday also, but if you love this team the way that you know we love it, um, you know, for them to lose, it's just, it's just heartbreaking, too, because, you know, you feel for these kids as well. They work hard, man, and Gino worked hard this year. I got to give it to him. I think he did an excellent job coaching this team this year. J.D. did great with that pitching staff as well with what he had to work with. Um, and, yeah, there was a couple of, you know, a couple of things that they could have done differently uh, in, in, the, in the tournament. But at the end of the day, man, you beat the number one team in the country in the ACC tournament. Uh, you made a nice run there. You lost the championship game to you know another team that was a national seed, and then you go in and you kind of lay a, you kind of lay an egg a little bit in the in the regional, but uh, you know it's disappointing. But I think that you know as as a as a Miami Hurricane baseball fan, man, you're gonna go through this. You're gonna go through this as a football fan, as a basketball fan, and the, the worst thing you can say is is that you quit on a team or that you quit watching them because they lost in a regional or because. Gino Damari is a is a baseball coach. I think that's a weak argument. I think it's a weak thing to say, and quite frankly, well, lazy thing to say. And, and, yeah, and, and that's that's a kind of different, you know, as, as a as a as a fan, you sh- that's not a fan. You know, that's not a real fan. Man. Well, I mean, I'm open to the argument of what specifically he's doing wrong that the next guy is going to come in and do better. Right. Because and give me that, not just say he keeps losing because that's not an answer. What specifically is this new coach that we've invented that's some genius is going to come in and do better? Because there's a much higher percentage chance this new coach you bring in isn't getting you into the top 10, isn't getting you into regional. I'm hearing bring Love Lady in. I'm like, Love Lady got fired just now. Like, what are we talking about? about? I mean, he got fired for a reason. Right. And, And, I mean, we only have to look up the road to Tallahassee. And, and, you know, for them, and, and, and we are doing much better than they were at the time, but for them, it was making the postseason wasn't good enough. They went and get a coach who had won at a high level in the ACC at Notre Dame. They are now the worst program in the ACC. Well, That's all it took was one year of that. Like, I, I think we take for granted how hard it is to maintain a top 10 program. We've been in the top 10 the last two years. And... We need to get out of regionals, and we need to get out of super regionals, and we need to get to Omaha. And I think we're all in agreement there. 
But I, what I disagree with and what I will, will not get on board with is the way to do that is to fire this manager right now. Because I don't see what, and I'm not even saying like name a specific coach because we don't know a lot of college baseball coaches and we follow the sports. So I don't expect other people to, right? But like, that's why I'm like specifically, what should this new coach do coming in that Gino's not doing? What is the what is the improvement he makes that's going to have us hit LeBaron Johnson? Because from a per- recruiting perspective, I mean, Gino and the staff recruits the best in the country. From, from a results perspective, right? You're putting teams constantly in the top ten by the baseball committee when they call. Names on Sunday. They're saying this is one of the best programs in the country over the last two years. Right. Now, yeah, did we perform in postseason? Absolutely not. And Gino will be the first to tell you that. And something sure. – he needs to look at his own approach and say, why are we not performing in the postseason? Right. Why – to, to Louise's point, why aren't we getting over the hump? And he needs to address that. And that is his job. And no, it's not acceptable to fail at this stage every year. But that's also not fireable – when you're putting your teams in positions to succeed and getting them to the brink of that point. If we were coming in as a three seed every year and losing in regionals, that's different, right? Then you're like, this program is not even good anymore. They're barely making the tournament. We are a top 10 team. I mean, I, we were ranked eighth in, in the major polls coming into the, into the NCAA tournament. We had a, I mean, I, I don't know. There isn't that much more to even improve on. It's not a situation where it's like a football team missing bowl games. You're like, this is not acceptable, right? This is this is a, a program that is right there with the best in the country. And you know what? I know we 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 have very short memories, but the program he took over missed the NCAA tournament the last two years before he took over. And he has he has made it every year. And unfortunately, he didn't get to see his best team through because of COVID. Right. And and you know eventually that excuse goes away and, it's, and 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 you know he's got to own it and just he's got to deliver in the postseason because right. you know even even when we weren't hosting like that that one we lost in Gainesville where UF went zero and two and we couldn't beat USF and F eight and uh, in South Alabama like that's not there, there's been some unacceptable postseason performances losing sure. losing at Starkville wasn't one of them. <laughs> but certainly losing at Gainesville when we didn't have to play Florida is. And um and then and then losing and then losing at home twice. Yep. So we won it. So first of all, we won the last last national title. You want to know how long ago it was? I was in college. So Hello. so that's great Hello. and everything. Yes, yes, that's great and everything. Yes, we won four titles before him. We also went 15 years after him before him without winning anything. And we missed the NCAA tournament the two years before he took over. So I, I, again, if you take, if you hire a coach and you've missed the postseason two years in a row and he repeatedly puts you in the postseason and the program keeps moving forward and you keep getting into the top 10 at the end of the year, look, it's baseball. Eventually the ball will bounce our way. Melissa touched on us earlier. Jazz, you talked about this at the game. That whole game swings because they they were trying to steal third when they hit a grounder right to Yo-Yo, and he would have easily turned to him. We would have gotten out of that inning, except he was covering the bag, and he tried to reach back. He couldn't reach back and grab the ball. That's baseball, man. And baseball is a game that is meant to be played over 150, 160 games to get the actual quality out of it. And then you put it into a postseason, whether it's the majors or whether it's college, and crap happens in one game of baseball. 
even the best teams in the majors, you play 160 games, they lose 60. You get into a situation where it's one or two games. Like, if you win 100 games in the majors, like, that's one of the best teams we've seen. They still lost 60 times. Like, that's baseball. Like, you're a Hall of Famer. You're a Hall yeah. of Famer if you, you, you fail – Seven out of ten times. Yeah, yeah. The best hitters fail seven out of ten times. Baseball, and so unlike football and 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 basketball, where um, you know you can outplay the other team, you have your full squad all the time, and you can dominate like that. Baseball, like you don't use the same pitchers, so you're automatically like a lot of times you're not playing with your best players, and sometimes you have a bad matchup, or the other team just has a stud pitcher, and like. When you get in these one and two game scenarios, like that's it's baseball. It's the it's the name of the it's the way it is. So they say I am fine. I am fine. Yeah, exactly. There's so much more predictable. Hit around baseball with a round around ball with a round bat, and it's yeah. uh, you know it's the truth. Yeah. And by the way, yeah, I want um, as far as the strikeouts are concerned, I'm also I'm also very disappointed in that we did strike out a lot, um, and that's something that does need to be addressed. And that's all about plate discipline. That's about uh, your approach as a hitter, and that is coaching, but it's also you. You gotta, you gotta put both together. So I, I think that that's one of so so here, here here's here's I want to answer this and that at the same time um because I think this is a good question because yeah it, it's a good question it's a valid yeah, question. yeah so I, I, I honestly I honestly don't know I, it's actually okay so this is gonna come off as a criticism Gino and it probably is it is very hard to repeatedly host regionals and not get out of it <laughs> so like if you're telling me he's gonna keep somehow getting us. Because hosting means top sixteen at least. You might we, have to look at it if after after a couple more years he. Yeah, if we if we somehow continue to like, oh yeah, we're ranked seventh in the country and flame out in the regionals again and again. Yeah. I mean, I still again, I guess we're not in the locker room, so it's hard to know what exactly he would be doing to cause that. But you can't if it happens another two times or whatever. We keep hosting regionals or whatever. Yeah. Then, you know, you do have to say. I don't know what's broken here, but he's obviously not capable of fixing it. On the other hand, I would say the way he gets into trouble is we stop hosting regionals. Like if we end up on the road next couple of years and losing in regionals, that's a different story altogether when you're saying, okay, how come we can't play well enough in the regular season to host? Right. And that's a different conversation. But if we continue to be at the top of the, one of the best conferences in baseball, which we are um, and host, it's going to be very hard to move on from him because it's going to be almost impossible to upgrade from that. I know people don't want to hear that gone are the days where, you know, Jim Morris used to tell the story about how, when he got to Miami, they asked him where he wanted to stay in Omaha before the season started. Like that's not happening anymore. And, and that is not because our program is diminished, although it has, it's because there's just parody across sports. Like it's not just, it's not just, um, North Carolina used to be in the final four every year. They couldn't make the NCAA tournament last year. Like that's just the way sports is now. So the idea that well, we if you think about that, you take yeah. into perspective what Miami has done as a baseball program. I mean, that's, it's pretty unbelievable, right? It's pretty unbelievable. Yeah, it, it is. And, and I don't think anyone's saying like the standard is not to get to Omaha. So hopefully you're not hearing that, like saying this is good enough. Cause it's not, it's not like we should not have lost a home regional. I agree. But the only thing you can do is put yourself in a position to succeed. And it's very hard to improve from number six overall and number nine overall. And you're asking to fire the coach to somehow make that happen. I mean, I just, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see how you could possibly do that. Now, again, if there's a drop off 
in in the it's not only about regular season results, but there's a drop off there. Like, what if we finish, you know, as a two seed next year, and then we we get out of the regionals? What that like? I mean, does that make us better or worse off? How much do we treat the the handful of games over one weekend versus the whole season? I don't know. I honestly don't. It's easy to say that. Like all of Ole Miss wanted to fire their coach last year and they squeaked in and they won the championship. And you know what? They stunk again this year and they want to fire him again. Cause actually their regular season sample size was more representative of their team and they got hot and somehow won the championship and they actually were not even good. Yep. So, I mean, it's baseball. I don't have a good solution to this cause I don't know how to fix what happened to be honest. No, I think he was asking. Oh, um, okay. Lewis, Lewis or Louise Allen. Um, what what your solution would be yeah okay yeah yeah with reason yeah we need to attack the portal like lsu i think they will but even you even saw lsu attack the portal and they still struggled a little bit right they 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 were one of the best teams in the country and then they kind of tapered off a little bit and now they struggled in the regional i think they they probably made it through if i'm not mistaken but yeah and i think they got through today but 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 it's tough man it's tough to win 56 you know when you play a 50 60 win uh, excuse me a 50 60 game season it's tough to win a lot of games right and you, Miami went 42 and 21 this year they won a third of uh, they won two-thirds of their games but almost basically right yeah basically that's big that's hard yeah, and, to and the, the, again I think the way I evaluate this is the neutral committee looked at them and said this is the ninth best team in the country and I will say this. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said done if you looked at our pitching it's a freaking miracle that's not the ninth best team in the country <laughs> yeah and and you know you, you you start and i think it's probably a good place to end you know jazz and i we uh-huh. follow these kids through frankly the fall uh, to the beginning of the season we were out there you know at the opening series watching these kids play and fall practices yeah so. jazz went out to fall practices we were like we were there we were in in the press box for like dartmouth and stuff and you know for us to watch two kids who we saw struggle really badly early in the year kind of rehabilitate and then be a core component with pulling this team back up to the point they were the number nine team in the country to see them frankly implode on the mound there and, and, um, and lose the season essentially by giving up nine runs in one innings. That's just painful for us to watch. And for you to, for everyone to immediately jump to fire the coach, fire the coach, like, Frankly, I don't give a crap. I feel for those kids. And it sucks. And, you know, hopefully next year we don't have that happen. But in the moment, those were the guys that got us there. And those were the guys we relied on. And we put them in there in the same situation that they got the job done against Wake Forest, the number one team in the country the previous week. And you know what? It didn't happen. And it sucks. And there wasn't a decision to be made there. There was not a decision to be made there. It was 100% going to be Gallo in that game. And when he got into trouble, if he got into trouble, or if not, because he was going to go three innings anyway, it was going to be Lecarica. 
because those are the kids that had gotten it done to get us to that point. And you know what? They didn't get it done. And it sucks. Way, and it you got to go with You got to go yeah. with Scott. What yeah, else and, and, and it sucks. And it sucks for them. And and rather than like being angry at the coaches, feel bad for them. And, you know, that that especially I think oh, we'll have to confirm if Lekarika has the COVID year or not. But that might have been his last, you know, his last college yeah. performance was getting giving up a grand slam. And I don't know. I just I think there's a human element here where you feel for the kids Versus just showing up with pitchforks and saying, we got to fire the coach because we didn't like the result. We don't know exactly what he did wrong, but he's still got to be fired. And I think that's where I struggle. If someone could come to me and say, these are five things that a high quality manager does that Gino does not know how to do. And that's why we're not getting out of regionals. I'll listen. No one can even give me a specificity. No one threw a name at us either, by the way. Well, I mean, that's what you're we know good thing because i wouldn't know who the guy was but um i'm just saying i mean not only that look unfortunately there's a business aspect to it as well and the name damari holds a ton of weight well i think i think that's actually a curse for him at this point because i don't think anyone would be advocating to fire a manager that didn't have that didn't have the uh didn't have the uh yeah chill with this you grown-ass wife um that, that, that was the uh, the, the well. That's what I have to say about that. We can we can treat humans as humans, um, and if you don't feel bad for someone that worked their butt off since they were in Little League to get to a certain point and have it implode in their face, then I don't know what to tell you. So I don't think there's anything wrong yeah, with showing a little humanity. That person that never played has never played competitive baseball or competitive anything for that matter. To understand how that feels. Yeah, I mean, this is these are these are you know they. Well, you know, I can speak from from experience. I, I I know exactly how that feels to 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 lose a big game, and to win a big game, and there's definitely a human element to it. And yeah, and and again, this is for a lot of you know some of these people like Yo Yo have a bright they're not future. Grown. They're not grown, by the way. They're not grown. They're 18, 19, and twenty year old right. kids. That's not grown. Trust us, we're what sitting next grown? to Jackson Carver and Emory Williams. They do not look grown. They look like they're 12 years old, and that's not that's not a knock on them. But yeah, it's just like these are kids. They haven't experienced a lot. And also, you know, it's it's such sports is such a cruel profession because, like, people like us, like, we're starting our career when a lot of theirs are ending. And, you know, these are things that, like, they've known since Little League that they um, – this is what they wanted to do. And they get to this huge moment. And it goes about as bad as it could possibly go. If you don't have any sympathy at all at that point, like I, you just don't have feelings. Like I, I don't know what to tell you. Like, so I mean, that was what I was thinking at the time. Um, you know, watching like Arika, who had stepped up and pitched so many big spots for us down at the end. You know, when that ball sailing over the fence, I'm not thinking about Gino to be honest. And, and I still don't see a solution other than, you know, we got to play better in the postseason next year. And unfortunately, we have to wait an entire year for that opportunity to show up. So, but I guess, you know, one thing in his defense is we know it's going to show up. We're going to be in regionals next year. And you know what? We, we can't, uh, <laughs> we can't. We, all right. Let me, I don't know if I can, Jazz. I don't think I have the power to undo a ban. I got mad. There you go, Poke. <laughs> there you go, Poke. There you go. It's gut wrenching, man. Yeah, I mean, I don't absolutely. I, like if you want to if you want to fire the coach and 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 come up with some you know whatever solution, that's fine. But if you're gonna come, I 
maybe I overreacted with the straight ban, but uh, so putting a timeout. But if you're gonna come in here and say, you know, forget them, like, like don't have sympathy for the kids, that's just not gonna fly in the show. So I'd, I'd probably make an executive decision on that. By the way, TBB, that's not a bad hire if you think about it. Georgia hired the LSU pitching coach because they didn't want to – I don't know if it's they didn't want to spend top dollar. That's not a bad hire. It's the LSU pitching coach. You're talking about an SEC team that uh, is, you know, is one of the top teams in the country year in and year out. I think that's a bad hire. So, um, you know, but I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Right, but it's also – Can we stop this damn show already? Uh, I – my goodness! I'm not, I'm not. I'm not ready for football recruiting for the next three months. But anyway, yeah, we can. Uh, yes, we, we can end the show. I guess just to wrap up, then. Um, I mean, I think we're we're back here next year, in in regional, and you know, we're gonna you and I and I think we've we've uh, sucked Melissa into our vortex. We'll be following from the first game to the last game, but you know. I encourage people, and I know the people in the chat now have I've interacted with on Twitter throughout the season, so we're not talking really about necessarily them. But if you want to fire the coach in May, in June, you got to watch the team in February right. and understand how they got where they are, and not just say, "Oh, we lost. This is unacceptable. Fire everyone." Right. And and that's all I would say on that. Um, and you know, encourage. So we're gonna this this version of Six Ring Kids is going on a little hiatus now. Um, well, we'll be back yeah. with some football next week. Yeah, yeah, football. We obviously we'll do football year round. next week, actually, because there's a lot of recruits, a lot of visitors yeah. coming in next week. This week there was a, there was a quite a few as well. They had a camp, so we'll talk about that next week. But make sure you guys keep it locked and watch buckets on Wednesday. Wow. Yes, buckets at nine o'clock on Wednesday. We do have a, a really good guest lined up. But but for this show, I would encourage everyone when the season rolls around. You know, if you kind of just turned on in May. Join us. Come with us on this journey next year, and I think your perspective will be a little bit different. Than, we, we appreciate yeah. all the baseball heads out there watching yep. the as well. So, Polk and, and TVB and, and even uh, Mr. and Mrs. Allen, uh, who we banned, uh, who we kicked out. For a bit. I, don't, I, I don't – you know what? I, I just – I can't – They can probably still watch it. Just can't comment, yeah, right? They can, they can watch it, and they're we'll probably – We still love you anyways. I'm, I'm assuming my Twitter mentions are probably getting abused right now, but um, – the rest of the folks. Yeah, no, thank, thanks everyone for kind of sticking with us. We kind of started in the middle of the season with this show, but we're going to start before the season, do preseason sure. stuff and all that. Um, actually, coming out of fall ball when we get an idea, you know, we'll probably do a one-off. Yeah. As they kind of, you know, sure. Gino generally talks about some of the players and all that. We can kind of, you know, get a get a sense of where the program is. Well, at that point, we'll obviously know who's here and who's not. Um, so, but yeah, yeah, definitely stay Stay tuned for uh, this show every week at this time. We're going to get back to football next week and yeah. Buckets Wednesday. Um, and, yeah, next next year we'll, we'll be back with much, much, much more baseball all, uh, all season long versus the back half of the season. In the meantime, adios. Oh, and it's always all about the you. Go Canes. We'll see you guys. Go Canes. The Six Rig Kane Show. Yeah. The Six Rig Kane Show. Yeah. Six Rings Game Show. <laughs> you know. Mike Rowe here with a few thoughts on my favorite sweatshirt. A classic zip-up hoodie that used to be navy blue but has since faded to what the fashionistas call a distressed 
indigo. It's 13 years old, soft as a flannel bathrobe, and after a few hundred dirty jobs, demonstrably and undeniably indestructible. This is the kind of sweatshirt girlfriends like to permanently borrow, but I've held on to this one because I got it from American Giant. American Giant makes all their stuff right here in the USA so they can control every link in their own supply chain. That matters because when you buy American Giant, you not only get great quality, you create jobs for people in factory towns all over the country. No pressure, but if you give a damn about the business of making things in America, you got to support the companies who are doing it right. Go to American-Giant.com slash Mike to get 20% off your first order. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike.